These summer replay episodes of the This Teacher Life podcast are exploding and they're going to continue to fire you up all June and July. Like we've been saying, these episodes are the top downloaded, top listened to episodes so you don't have to go searching for the best of the best from season two because they are here in order for you. In fact, this week's episode was originally released in March of this year, and it is titled Two Really Simple Ideas to Build Ridiculously Strong Relationships in Schools. I get why we gravitated towards this episode because we as awesome teachers understand that this year was all about those rooted relationships with our kids, with our colleagues, with our communities. And I know that you are going to enjoy this one. I want to thank you for being here for part of these summer replay episodes. Make sure you're clicking subscribe so you're not missing a single moment of this audio awesome. A school is just a building until the people inside of it understand the importance of relationships. Back in 2018, I made that statement on the TED Talk stage as I had the really cool opportunity to give an entire TED Talk on the power of relationships. Now, back in 2018, obviously, we had absolutely no idea that a global pandemic was going to hit us and that we were going to have to prove that statement in a bigger, bolder way than we would ever have to in the history of education. And here we are right now welcoming you to March and saying, yes, seriously, the power of relationships is so stinking important. And that's where we're at on part two of five of the Crushing It For Kids series. Last week, maybe you uh, were with us as we talked about the C in Crushing It. The C standing for celebrating. And here we are today focusing on the R, which stands for, yes, you guessed it, relationships. This episode is at the perfect time because I think some people are under this this false belief that if you haven't built strong relationships with kids by March, then there there's just not a chance that you're going to break through to them. There's just not enough time. And teacher friends, I'm here to tell you that that is simply not true. We have the power to do this right here, right now. We can crush it for kids and build relationships with those kids who just are like, oh my God, I'm so ready to send them to the next grade level. And that's what we're going to dive into in this episode. I am so glad you are here. I am so glad that you are crushing it for kids. Let's roll into this super meaningful episode. There is awesome in every single school day. the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? 
Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. My number one goal in this episode is to build a deeper connection with you as a teacher so you can build deeper connections with your own students. So let's get comfy together, teacher friends. I I am sitting next to my space heater in my home office on a snow learning day right now. Um, You are listening to this probably at some point in March or maybe even later on in the spring, but right here right now um my state has been hit hard with 12 inches of snow it is insane and i know so many of you are in the same position and you were uh, maybe a few weeks ago whether you were in florida or texas or illinois or ohio i mean it felt like the entire united states was hit by this massive massive snowpocalypse ice we lost electricity kind of thing. And here we are in our homes trying to teach. The concept of a traditional snow day is sort of gone. And so here we are trying to connect with kids, trying to connect with other amazing learners and saying like, hey, we can do this. Now, Here's what's interesting. If we go back to that quote at the very beginning when I said, a school is just a building until the people inside of it understand the importance of relationships, guess what? We are proving that this year with our stinking snow days. Many of us are calling these snow learning days or e-learning days, whatever you want to call them. We are basically saying, no, we cannot get into the school, but you know what we're still going to do? Connect with you. Like that is powerful. And I know there's a lot of frustration surrounding that and I get it. There's the belief of like, why can't we just have traditional snow days anymore? And I totally hear you and I see you and I think kids should go outside and bundle up and make snow ice cream and, you know, the adults in their house bundle them up and it takes an hour to get the mittens and the scarves and the gloves on and then four minutes in to the snowstorm, like yay fun times outside, they're like, I'm too cold, I want to come in and drink hot chocolate and you're like, dear Lord Jesus, you were outside for four minutes, like Kids deserve that experience, but if we're looking at it from the standpoint of relationships, I want to freaking applaud every single one of you who at some point in the school year connected with kids, built relationships with kids, and you weren't even really in front of them. You weren't in your classroom. They weren't in your learning space. You were doing it on a webcam. You were doing it in Google Classroom. You were doing it via Zoom. You were doing it via email. You were doing it via stalking them in their inbox. You are a champion and you are building relationships. And I think schools are just buildings. I love that we have them. I love being in one. I love my classroom. But don't we see now more than ever that the relationship component of education 
is so very unique and can be built and truly transformed in ways that we would have never thought possible even a year ago. That is awesome. And so I want you to know that we still have a few months left of this school year. We are still here and available to crush it for kids. Last week, we talked about celebrating education and what that actually means. And I highly recommend if you haven't heard that episode that you go back and listen because this series kind of builds on on each other to create that concept of crushing it for kids. So when I'm thinking about relationships, and this is literally my favorite topic to talk about, I break it down into two areas, building relationships with staff and building relationships with students. I think oftentimes we devalue, maybe not devalue, that might not be the right word for it, but we undervalue, that's better, we undervalue the staff components of relationships. I do a lot of consulting in schools all across the U.S. Most of it's virtual right now, but uh, I often get asked to do social and emotional learning, um, consulting, and in professional development in schools. And when I'm sitting down with principals, they are like, we really want um, staff development with our teachers on how they can connect with kids. Like, we need that. We're looking for ideas. And my number one question to the principal or the school leader who's hiring me is a really simple one. My question is always, okay, great. I want to do that with your teachers. How are your staff relationships? And I can tell within the first 10 seconds of asking that question how they are. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're good. We're we're a good staff. Yep, yep. If that's the reaction, I'm kind of hesitant, to be honest, because I think like, no, I want the principal to be like, we are a family. We've got each other's backs. We support each other. We are tight. Many of us hang out outside of school. Like if there is a need, we just go all in and just support each other hands down. We are truly a school family. That's what I need and want to hear. And I think we as teachers need that and want to feel that in our school buildings. Because friends, if we are trying to teach kids how to have awesome relationships if we're trying to teach kids how to crush it in their life and in their relationships you know what they're looking at how I interact with the teacher across the hall how I connect with other adults in the building what am I saying what am I doing in order to build relationships with the people that I work with that is so very essential So I want to not just talk about it. I want to be about it. Let me give you an example of just something small but significant that we can do to build staff relationships. So uh, this actually just happens last week in my classroom. Um, So my eighth grade class, I've got a group of eighth graders. They're amazing. I have the entire eighth grade class at once. So it's my biggest class. And they just had to participate in like a virtual relationship session um and they weren't excited about it because they were participating with seventh graders and sixth graders so they're they're the eighth graders right like they are 
the top of the totem pole in terms of like the middle school setting. And they were so mad that they had to participate in a virtual event that was about relationships with the seventh graders and sixth graders. They were so bitter about this. And they're like, it was dumb. We didn't even like the speaker. Like it was too immature for us. And they were going on and on and on and on. And I said, guys, but but here's the thing. Like, I think that was a really neat opportunity for you to connect with other people. And I was trying to build them up and give my perspective. And then the principal came up and one student raised their hand and said, yeah, our principal, she she made us do that. I don't know why she thought we needed that and started blaming the principal. And that was an opportunity for me to show my relationship with the principal. This was an opportunity for me to show unity. And I said, time out. I want to I wanna be straight up. I've worked with lots of principals over the course of my career. And our principal is amazing. She greets every single student by name as they walk in the building. She's standing there, whether it's 100 degrees outside or negative 10 degrees outside. She's passing out masks. She walks around that school. And I was giving all of these things and the students were hearing it. And then all these hands started going up and they're like, yeah, she's where it's at. I like her. She knows my name. And the whole vibe of the classroom changed. And it was so very cool to see kids being like, yeah, I guess I've never had a principal do that. I can't believe she knows my name. Like, she's cool. She's pretty laid back and like just started sharing in that positivity. And I thought this is what kids need. They need to hear like, I got the back of my principal. I got the back of the teacher down the hall. I got the backs and I support every single teacher in this building, even if I disagree with them. And that happened recently. A decision was made by a teacher down the hall and I did not agree with the decision. And the kids asked me about it. And I said, I have a different opinion on that. I wouldn't have done that, but I have his back. There's a reason why he made that decision. I'm not going to question it. Whether I agree or disagree, like I am on team teacher. I can support him and you at the same time. And those are just not things that a lot of kids are used to. Kids want you to jump on board and be like, no, that's a stupid policy. I'm with you guys. Like we can support our teachers and the other adults in our building, we can support our staff and our students at the same time. So the reason why I'm telling you this story is truly because like that happened with the principal. There was a little bit of bad mouthing from one student and then it switched very quickly. And I thought, I wonder if my principal knows how the kids feel in a good way. Like, I wonder if my principal knows that one, one kid, it was so cute, said, quote, yeah, she's it meaning our principal, our principal, quote, she's it, which is code for she's awesome. But he felt the need to say she's it. So you know what I did? I opened up Gmail and I, I shot her a quick message and 
I said, hey, just so you know, this is what rolled out in class. I want you to know that the kids really appreciate you greeting everyone. The kids really appreciate that you know their name. And just built up that staff member, built up my principal, not as a way to like be like, oh, I'm going to try to get on her good side. No, just to say like the relationships that you are building matter. That email took me 20 seconds. She emailed me back almost immediately and said, listen to this. Oh, it almost makes me like emotional. I almost cry in every episode. If you've never listened, I, I feel like I start crying in every episode. But here's what happened. She said, Monica, that email didn't make my day didn't make my week she said that email just made my last two and a half weeks thank you so much for sending that and then I thought oh yeah this is good I want to I want to go downstairs and I want to talk to her and I want to tell her more about this and then we had a great in-person conversation about it you guys I didn't buy her a Starbucks gift card I didn't make her a card. I didn't do some sort of extravagant like basket, right? We love a basket at a school. I feel like we're always putting together baskets. But I just said, hey, I want to connect with you to tell you this story. That's relationship building. And that's what I mean by if we're going to crush it for kids, we have to build those relationships. And they have to be staff-focused but they also are having to be student focused. But that staff relationship has to come first. Are you with me? Man, I feel like I am just, it feels impersonal to be honest. This episode I'm struggling a little bit with because if you're talking about relationships, I want to see your face. I want to hear your reactions. I want to read your body language. I'm sitting in front of a couple of monitors and I don't, there are no people in a Zoom call with me. There's, there's, I'm not looking into my webcam like I normally would because there's nobody there. Like relationships are about people and there is power when people come together and say, hey, I want to connect. If you are feeling the passion, if you are feeling the power of relationships, or if this is an area where you're like, Monica, I want to be transparent. This is something that I need to grow into. I want to learn more. I want to build better relationships with kids. Then I totally hear you and I totally am sending so much love in your direction. I would love to tell you about a book, uh, my most recent book actually for teachers called The Rooted classroom 20 ridiculously profound simple but significant ways to connect with kids on a social and emotional level the whole book about is about if we want to see the fruits of education first we must build deeply rooted relationships with kids this book is so fun and it is so full of ideas that are going to work perfectly for any classroom a k-12 classroom special ed, essential areas, school social worker. Like this is the book we're teaching right now. You can pick up your copy at monicagenta.com slash books. And I promise you are going to love it. It is going to be your go-to read on just having a little bit of fun with students as you build those rooted relationships once again, that's monicagenta.com slash books so you can pick up your copy of The Rooted Classroom.
let's dive into the next part, not just building staff relationships. Once we've got that foundation, I think something that we we really want to tackle is how we as teachers, we as members of a school district can build super strong relationships with our students. And this, like I said at the beginning of the episode, is something that we have had to get super creative about. And to be honest, if you are still in a virtual setting, or maybe some of your students are virtual, or maybe some days of the week you're virtual, I highly recommend kind of creating a sandwich effect in your class period. So what I mean by that is if you've got a a 50-minute virtual class, then taking like those first five to seven minutes and doing something completely not content related, like not at all content related, just have fun with kids, do a conversation, do a would you rather, do part of my battle brackets. I know some of you have used my battle brackets for food or for movies and you're like, oh my gosh, I get kids talking so much. I can link the battle brackets uh, uh, document in this email as well in the show notes, but Like do something that has absolutely nothing to do with what you're about to teach. Then after those five to seven minutes, teach your lesson. And then at the end, you know what you need to do? Save another five to seven minutes and do a connection, chill, fun thing to just be human. To create some laughter, to create some conversation. Like when it comes to relationships, and I go into depth actually in the Rooted Classroom. The Rooted Classroom is all about students um, creating classroom camaraderie, uh, compassion, and then also effective communication. So camaraderie, compassion, communication. But like that's what we should be doing at the start and at the end of every class period. But I think especially if you're in a virtual environment. A teacher reached out to me the other day, a DM, and said, Monica, like what is the reward? Like Why would kids come to online class? Why would they type in the chat box? Why would they turn on their camera? There's really no incentive. There's really no like behavior things. Like I I can't say you got a lunch detention. They're at their house. Like why would a kid do that? And I think there's two parts to that, right? If your kids are literally not showing up for class at this point in a virtual setting, that is where the relationships with your social worker, the relationships with your principal, the relationships where your school resource officer absolutely need to kick in because that is a much bigger issue than a kid turning on a camera. Like if they're not showing up for class, like we got to tap into those, those secondary relationships with that student. But if you're just having a struggle, then this teacher was like, what are you supposed to do? Like, why would they show up? And I was like, do something that is not connected to your content, something they're excited about, something about food, something about music, something about YouTube. Like, that's what those five to seven minutes at both ends can be. And if you're like, wait, do you know how much time we're losing? Monica, that's that's 10 to 15 minutes of a 45-minute class period. And I would argue If you've got them logged in and you can then tackle content for 30 minutes, isn't that better than the zero minutes that they were getting when they didn't show up 
Yes. The answer is yes, okay? That's what's up. And so I think just this this concept of relationships doesn't mean that we're sitting in a circle like we're on an episode of Dr. Phil and everyone's crying and everyone's pouring their heart out. I think it can get to that. But I don't think that's what we're shooting for with those particularly hard to reach students. We just want them to show up and we want them to show up so we can prove that they're safe and trusted and loved in our classroom, either virtually or in person. One of my favorite things, and if you've ever seen me present or I've done a workshop at your school or maybe you've done an online class with me, you know how I feel about this concept of something called mind blowing facts. And it's all about telling me something that you've never told a teacher before. Something that I hear and I'm like, shut up. There's no way that's true. You're lying. Like, mind-blowing facts is just this really cool opportunity for you to figure out, like, man, why did they share that? And here's the thing. This game is never about a fact that they share. It's always about the questions that they ask after. I actually have an entire chapter about mind-blowing facts in my book, The Rooted Classroom. Some of the things that I've heard are absolutely hilarious and others are absolutely heartfelt. But the beauty in that game, the beauty in that activity is that we connect with kids. And that's what building relationships is all stinking about. I actually, I have a uh, PDF of my mind-blowing fact sheet. I would be more than happy to email that to you for free. I'll send you a PDF. I'll put um, a link in my show notes. The show notes on this episode are blowing up. You've got a link for uh, the Rooted Classroom. I'll put a link to my TED Talk. I'll put a link to the Battle Brackets. You got to check out the show notes on this episode. But what I'm saying is if you want to try mind-blowing facts, I can send you a digital copy that you can upload into Google Classroom or your Schoology, whatever your classroom management system is. You can even print it. Shit, do people still print? If you want to print it, you could print it out too. A little pencil paper. I'm not judging. But what I'm saying is, like, these are things that we can do to crush it. Simply giving kids the time and the attention to say, I want to get to know you as a human. Yes, you're a student, but you're also a kid. And what's important to you is important to me. I want to say that again because I think that is the perfect summary for this episode. What is important to students has to be important to us. And you know what's important to us as teachers? Our time in our classroom. And in order to show kids that they matter, we have to give them some of that time. We do. We got to give them some time because that's our hottest commodity and it's the thing that they want from us most. But the cool thing about time is when we give that gift, it time gets transformed into a treasure of relationship. It shows kids that that teacher is here and they're listening and they're learning. And because of that, I feel loved. Holy cow. God, 
Mmm. The only thing that would have made this episode better is if I could have seen your face, if I could have connected with you. So here's what's up. If you have listened to this episode, I want you to do something for me. I want you to screenshot this. You're probably listening to it on your phone. Screenshot it, whatever platform you're listening on. Do a little, oh yeah, okay, and then the This Teacher Life logo will come up and the name of this episode will come up. Will you post that on your Facebook or post it on Instagram and tag me in it as this symbol of like, girl, I connected with you. Because what I want to do is I want to then reach out and build a better relationship with you. I want to shoot you a DM it and have a conversation about this episode. Because I think if you are listening to an episode about relationships, guess what's important to you? Relationships. That's important because you're either like, I feel so good about this. I'm always looking for ideas. Or you're transparent and reflective with yourself enough saying like, I want to get better. And I want you to know that I applaud any and all of those reasons on why you are here today. Living this teacher life is not easy and crushing it for kids right now is not easy. But here you are living this teacher life every single day, crushing it for kids. And I'm so excited to continue this five part series. Next week, we are going to tackle the you. I really hope you come back for it. Make sure that you hit subscribe on the listening platform that you are listening on because then these episodes will drop into your phone or into your platform every single week when they release on Monday. And then we can continue to connect and build relationships with each other. Guys, I want to thank you so much for being here. You are freaking awesome. You really are crushing it for kids. And I just want to thank you for living this teacher life.